Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We're joined today by HGTV superstar Colette McDonald, a national real estate TV celebrity widely recognized for her in-depth knowledge of the metro Atlanta real estate market. Her broker, Colette McDonald & Associates, was named the number one realtor team with Remax around Atlanta from 2013 to 2017, and over Colette's career, she's exceeded $300 million in sales. Colette has extensive TV and broadcast experience and continues to appear as a real estate expert for hit HGTV shows like Design to Sell, My First Place, and Bang for the Buck. Colette is also often quoted in the local media, including the AJC as an industry expert. From 2013 to 2016, she was also the official realtor of the Atlanta Falcons, helping players and staff find their dream homes in and around Atlanta. Now, let's welcome Colette to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris. Tim, thank you for that wonderful introduction. And I do want to emphasize what Tim just said about Colette McDonald. She is, as you guys are about to learn, one of – we've known Colette for a long time, and she's one of my favorite people to talk to. And I said this to her once, and she said it was a wonderful compliment that I gave her. But I think, listeners, you'll understand what I mean by this. When I talk to Colette, I do not get a real estate agent vibe from her at all. She does not – she just doesn't have that same sort of – you know, I don't know how to explain it, but her energy, the way she operates, the way she thinks, the way she talks, the way she communicates is on a different level. And that's probably the reason why she's been on TV, and that's probably the reason why she's been so successful. But listeners, I want you to really drill down on what she's going to tell you. But she's not only going to tell you how to be a successful real estate practitioner, but she's also going to give you the exact step-by-steps how to run a successful life, raise two wonderful, successful sons, and really, frankly, be a successful business person. So call out without any added delay. Welcome to today's podcast. Well, thank you. What a great introduction. Yeah, I was working on that. See, I wrote some notes down. Those were bullet points. Pretty good, right? <laughs> I'm going to make my boys listen to that. Tim said, I have raised successful boys. I'm making them listen. Well, they are. I mean, you just, you just, took, you just took one off to college, didn't you? Yeah, one's going off to Kansas State. I'm so excited. But, yeah, they're good boys. They've, they've, they've really shown their true colors in the last six years, so they're awesome. So let the audience know where you sell real estate, where your primary market is. Just give them some you know, background on, on your real estate uh, career. Sure. I'm second-generation real estate, so I grew up in this business. My dad was actually a real estate broker out of Madison, Wisconsin. So I grew up in Wisconsin, grew up in this business, saw him run his own brokerage firm, both with his own name, and then he was a franchise operator. And he also, I like to affectionately call him, he was the slumlord of the University of Wisconsin campus. So he owned a lot of uh, campus property. So at an age of two, three years old, he had me in there cleaning out apartments and turning them over and really understanding the investment part of real estate. 
and um, really great memories of that. But I never wanted to be a real estate agent. I wanted to have an education. I had gone down the path of becoming a television reporter, and a great assignment editor pulled me aside and said, you're way too smart for this job. Go into sales. Go into management. And I listened to him. So I went off on my own, was actually in the satellite world as well as Internet technology world, um, prior to the satellite and technology crash right before 9-11. So at that time, I had had my first son, Declan, who's actually going off to Kansas next year. And my dad looked at me and said, unless you want to sit there and hit the glass ceiling and every job that you have, you might want to consider getting your real estate license because I at that time was laying off the entire staff of the company I was working for in um, the technology world. And I said, oh, I don't want to be a real estate agent, but okay, it will allow me to be around for my kids. And I'll never look back. I mean, that was the best advice he ever gave me. Um, I immediately brought my business acumen into my real estate world and also was able to parlay a lot of my training in radio, TV, and film, and speech into what I do in real estate. So the first year out, I was Rookie of the Year, and that was 17 years ago, and now I'm in the top 5% of all Atlanta Metro agents. So I would say that that was great advice, and I love it every day. Well, you're doing, like last year you closed in, uh, I don't remember, Julie's your coach, but I think you did, yeah. you'll have to remind me, what were your numbers last year? Last year we did $30 million. This year we're on track to do even more. Um, we've adjusted our model a bit where we're scaling down from being a large team to a small team. So we're trying to increase our profit margins versus increasing um, um, agent bodies in the office. Hmm. When were you learned that? Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I have these really great coaches. <laughs> but no, that's, I have that's to give props. I I have to give props out to you guys because I tell everyone, you know, people will call me all the time and ask me about coaching with your um, university. And I'm always like, hey, I was, I was maybe doing $10 million a year. And as soon as I started working with Tim and Julie and under Julie's tutelage, I started increasing 20% per year. I went from my first year from 10 to 12 to 14 to 16 to all the way up to $36 million. So if you follow – the direct um, guidance from your coaches, and you really do take it to heart, you can be very successful in this business. And it's so fulfilling because you're actually helping people on a daily basis with a huge amount of stress in their life. And clients will always talk to me about my level of professionalism because I was in the business world, because I was actually relocated with a relocation company, because I was an executive. I had a little bit of a different um, background. So my clients will appreciate that and recognize that oftentimes. And they ask me why I'm in real estate. And I tell them all the time because I not only love to help people and I'm very financially motivated, obviously, but also to be quite honest, I don't have to work with people I don't like to work with. In corporate America, you were stuck with a client whether you liked it or not. In our world, you know what? If you're generating, you don't have to tolerate, and if you get a really bad seed every once in a while, you disengage, or you suck it up for six months, the life of that client, and you move on. That's the bottom line. You know, you did say something really important, and it just I'm only going to repeat this just because there's so many people that need to hear it. 
Uh, bottom line, the day and age of the big teams is dead. It's over. Gone, gone, gone. So if you don't believe me, um, and I know a lot of Keller Williams agents listening right now don't believe me, I want you to do exactly what I'm about to tell you. I want you to email Gary Keller, Gary at Keller, uh, uh, KellerWilliams.com. That's his email address. I want you to email him, and I want you to ask Gary, and this is just for you Keller Williams agents, what his opinion on big teams uh, is. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. You know, And, uh, yeah, I think you're going to have a lot of interesting uh, conversations ahead of you as to why and re- realization of to why you're not making any real profit in your business. Real estate is not about uh, – forming big teams with big revenue with no net margins, with no net profit. And in a changing market like we're experiencing now, my, um, I, I just literally I'm, I'm so scared for so many agents out there who have never had the opportunity to hear the truth about how you actually become rich in real estate, which is you know obviously dry, forming a profit-driven business. We don't, I don't want to talk about that on Collette's interview, but she did bring that up, so it's worth repeating that. Uh, please do not wait too long to self-discover the fact that small teams, small efficient businesses are the ones that create the most profit, and with that profit you reinvest and you become rich. So, Collette, let's talk about everyone's favorite topic, which is lead generation. What are your primary lead generators? Um, primary lead generators for me is my sphere, my referral sources. Um, a lot of my uh, lead generation comes off of social media. I do a killer job marketing our product and um, our product being obviously houses. But really, what's our product, Tim? <laughs> profit. Well, it's profit. Anyway. But you know what? You really do. I, your videos Your videos are some of the – well, it's an unfair advantage because you have your TV background. But your videos right. are just phenomenal. They're just ridiculous. Well, when I watch your videos, it's like it doesn't even make sense. But okay, so well, I, I understand. Tell my clients, when I tell my clients, when I sit down at a listing appointment, I always tell my clients, my job is to sell your house. The only time I can get in front of a buyer, unrepresented, unfiltered, is through those videos. And they make a huge yep. impact. And if you look at social media and marketing and all the ad- algorithms, besides podcasts like you guys do, video really run- resonates. People watch them. We study how long they watch them. We have to do several different types of video. We have to do 60-second videos that give us a platform to bring them into the longer walking house tour video. But they really resonate. I'll be, at a, I'll be at an open house, and people will come in and say, hey, I saw your video on such and such a house. That's a really cool deal. I really like that you did that. And these are unrepresented buyers. Um, I have sellers sell, telling me all the time how much they love the video because it not only sells their house and puts it in a great light, but when they move and they're gone and they raise their kids in that house, they've got that video. So 99% of the time, it's such a positive influence. There's 1% of the time when, you know, you get a buyer that purchases a house that wants you to take down everything off the Internet. You know, that's the only negative that we ever have on over-marketing our listings with these videos and drone and, and everything that we do to bring it all together. So that, it, it, you know, we always talk about marketing being a spoke of your wheel, right? So not only do I have a sphere, I have my referrals, I have my vendors that I work with that also give us a ton of leads. 
But the fact that we're out there on social media and we're constantly pushing in specific markets of the Atlanta market, which are um, East Cobb, Dunwoody, Brookhaven, Buckhead, our signs are everywhere. So we cross-pollinate not only with our signs but our social media. And the fact that we're out there, people start to recognize that name, Colette McDonald. They hear about me. They see me. I'm involved in specific things like the Brookhaven Police Organization where we help sponsor, um, give scholarships out to police officers and their families to better educate themselves and whatever they want to do. So I'm constantly involved in the community and constantly trying to get my name out there even more. And to the point where Wall Street Journal will call me, RSI Media will call me, Inman will call me because they recognize the name. The great thing about the internet is anytime you Google yourself, you can pull up all the articles that were ever written with you giving a little sound bite. My videos come up. The traffic that we have not only on Facebook and Instagram, but also ColetteMcDonald.com is great to continue to increase our credibility in the marketplace and our ability to sell more and more properties for our clients. Well, your videos, too, give you – when you're, they're a killer listing tool at the end of the day. I mean, they, Absolutely. You know, what, what gets properties mm -hmm. sold is rather – you know, the – it's price condition mm -hmm. location, but the video mm -hmm. ultimately, when you're talking about something, um, is just an absolutely it's a home run listing tool for sure. And you're dealing with a lot of expensive properties too. And those ex those mm -hmm. sellers, when you the old school way of going in there is you throw down a bunch of print advertising that you as an agent know didn't actually work to generate anything. But this videos thing, it do, it is very effective because it does make the seller feel special because you do such a fantastic job on that. But let's talk you about what's going on in your market. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Well, um, uh, I was going to say, what also ties into that video is the 800 number uh, lead generation mm -hmm. program that we use on our signs. That's huge, and I think people need to know more about that because, you know, you see people who have the text um, numbers and different things on their signs, but when you have, for free information, 24 hours a day, call this 800 number, and you have a specific code for the house, the beautiful thing about utilizing the video as well and the fact that technology is so robust and everybody has a smartphone that they actually work off of. When someone calls that 800 number that we use, um, the, um, you can tell them what it is. I can't even think of the 800 name of it. 800-HOME-HOTLINE. And let me explain 800 how it works. 800-HOME-HOTLINE. 800homehotline.com and and basically you, when you it's what is it 39 bucks a month it's like un, that's all you it's, ever pay yeah it's, yeah it's Gee. not even important so I don't even know a month and you, and you put a sign rider on the, on your sign and you basically put mm -hmm. an 800 offering so it says for free 24 hour record info on this house and the new uh, agent would have your own individual 800 number I don't know, call it what's yours mm -hmm. what, you know uh, yours is off the top of your head 888 Six six forty five eleven, I believe. Yeah. Okay, and so if someone anyway. calls that number, and if someone mm -hmm. calls that number, and they hit an extension, then they hear a recording on the house. But most importantly, you call capture their phone number, and you can exactly. call them back right away, and then pre-qualify them as to whether or not. Well, and you call them back, and here here's the script too. You call them back and exactly. you say, hey, this is a. This, do you know the script off the top of your head? Do you want to role play it? Right. Yes, let's role play it. I actually call them right away. Within five minutes, we get a hold of them. If we don't get a hold of them, I have another step. But when we get a hold of them, we say, hey, this is Colette McDonald with EXP Realty, and you just called off of 1234 Main Street. And as a courtesy to the seller, I wanted to call you back and make sure Perfect. you had all the information that you needed on this property. Oh, and by the way, which house do you own in the neighborhood? 
And mm-hmm. that opens right. up the conversation. Absolutely. And then that takes that person from a point of being maybe not wanting to be sold, but being, oh, they're actually, you know, wanting to have a conversation with me. Oh, and by the way, on that yep. 40 to 50 second um, audio clip that they listen to, I don't give them the price. We give them a range so that we can have that conversation because as soon as they tell me if they live in the neighborhood or not, because guess what? We're actually not only doing this for the seller to sell the house and actually get the information out to the neighborhood, but we're also getting interviewed by people in the neighborhood who may be selling their homes in the future. So for us to call back immediately, have something dynamic to speak about, and then make it look like we are just representing that seller to our highest ability, that is impressive to that person calling. And then if they're a buyer, say they're a buyer. Go ahead. Let me jump in there. Let me jump. You just said like mm-hmm. 10 really important things, but I'm just thinking for the average realtor that's listening in their cars or driving to an appointment late trying to catch up, okay? So here's mm-hmm. what she says. She's got an 800 number that's on all of her signs, all of her videos. Somebody's, you know, curious about the house. For free 24-hour record information, call this number and hit this extension. You can also text too. And then what happens is they call, and because they're calling a toll-free number, uh, they get call ca- the ID gets captured even if it's a cell phone. Not all of them, but 80% of them get captured. Call it calls back right away and says a version of this. Hi, this is you know Tim Harris with ABC Realty. As a courtesy, when people call our 800 number, we like to give them a quick call back to see if they have any questions about the home they called about. And I see you just called about 123 Elm Street. And they'll say, well, what's is that current you know member? She just said you give a price range, not a price. And they'll say, what you know what's the price? Is it still for sale? Those types of things. And then you say, well, let me check to make, get the current price on that. And then you say, oh, by the way, which house in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling? Did you hear what Colette said? A lot of the initial calls you're going to get, going to get on, especially on a new listing, are going to be from neighbors who are checking price because they're ready to sell, or in this market, in many markets, uh, neighbors who have listed houses who are about to expire, and they're just trying to basically, you know, check to see what the competing agents were doing to get properties sold. And then, did you hear what Colette said? It is a killer, killer listing tool because you're going to be able to demonstrate to sellers how proactive you are following up on leads versus maybe every other agent on the face of the earth who basically just sticks it in the MLS and waits for somebody else to call. Uh, call. Colette is showing them what she's going to do to get the property sold. I mean, that is just, and the, uh, you, you know, the funny thing is that technology has been around forever, but so few agents yeah. will actually implement it and call people back right away, right? And that's the key is the implementation. Implementation. <laughs> it is applying this to their daily lives and making sure that their sellers understand how impactful it is. But also another great point of that tool of the 800 number and capturing that number is that even if you don't get a hold of them, right, and you're doing the video, the video is also a link. So you send them, they can not only hit zero to talk to me directly, but if they didn't get the information they needed or they wanted a full walking tour of the property while they're sitting in front of the house, they can hit another number and they get the video. So right there and then as they're sitting in front of the house, they get the video. The other follow-up point of that is, you know, if you have a lot of listings in the area or even if you don't and someone calls and they say, oh, that's just too expensive, I can't, um, that's not my price point, and you Start the open-ended conversation again. What are you looking for? Well, I actually have one over on Broad Street. Let me send the video to you of that listing, or let me send you the the information of that listing while you're on the phone with these folks. And urgency equals abundance, as you guys have taught me over and over, and that's part of my the way I live. But 
if you're on top of it and can speak to that buyer, and even if that house that they're sitting in front of isn't quite right, you can pick them up as a buyer, but also potentially as a listing. That's right. And and this is the reason that real estate is a simple, elegant business. This is the reason you shouldn't have to buy buyer leads. If you Look, guys, you're going to ask for the URL. Uh, it's 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM, 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM. Call it. There's no chance there's not a bunch of people right now that aren't going to want to call or text you and talk with you directly. Do you mind uh, fielding some mm-hmm. calls from some of the listeners directly? Absolutely. 404-384-0850 is my direct cell. And I'm okay. happy to talk about the 800 number. I'm happy to talk about coaching. Um, it's something that I believe in. But you're right. It's just it's simple if we just continue to follow up and do the things that we know we have to do when we don't want to do them. And sometimes that's answering the phone. Sometimes that's calling an 800 lead back right away. Sometimes that's knowing your market so that even when that person calls you, you know enough about the neighborhood that if that house isn't perfect for them, maybe there's something else. you got to show your knowledge. you got to be able to pick these folks up. It's the urgency, right? It's furiously fast lead follow-up. So I want to talk to you uh, in a second about, uh, I, I don't know, are you allowed to talk about the TV show that you're trying to, uh, are you allowed to talk about the haunted one? Um, we all are you? Are not really no, allowed talk, to. Not quite okay, yet. You're not but to. I can, okay, I can talk to you. I can talk to you about um, different <laughs> concepts that are being developed. I can tell you about well, the Wall been, Street Journal. How many different TV shows? <laughs> how many different? You you've been like on how many of these different like HGTV shows and whatnot? You've been on quite well, a few I of them, worked, right? Yeah, I worked with a whole season with Bang for Your Buck with Vern Yip, where we did um, seven different episodes, and that was a blast. They actually interviewed me for one episode, which I did with him, and um, it was a, it's a great story because Vern is very very straight, and he is, and I'm kind of a cut up. I'm, I have a little bit of energy, and I happen to be six foot tall, and <laughs> Vern's about five foot five, and um, they were Vern just doesn't crack up a lot, and he intimidates people. He's great, but he's an intimidator, and great. Story. Our first episode, he was intimidating the hell out of me, this little guy. And uh, we were actually shooting a shower scene. Uh-huh. We were shooting a shower scene. <laughs> Vern and I are in the shower, setting it up, right? We got this small, really well-done shower that did totally converted. The sound guy's sitting on the toilet. The cameraman's on top of the toilet. I mean, it was hilarious. There were like four of us in this small space. And Vern and I are actually in the shower together. And he is like literally, uh, you know, chest level with me. And then he's like, well, Colette, what do you think of this shower? And I looked at him and I go, I feel like... I said, Vern, I feel like we need to make out or something. And he looks at the camera, deadpan, and goes, it's not that type of show. And he walks out. And the producers yelled at me. They were like, what? This is HGTV. You can't. This is G-rated. This just guess what? Not only did they hire me back for six more episodes, but that was the that was the one piece of the show that they continued to repeat and repeat and repeat. That was their tease for that show. Everyone loved it. Everyone laughed. My sons didn't like it so much, but they're, I no, think they're I a little bit not. over it. But, yeah. but fortunately, no yeah. teenage, no, no teenage uh, boy in his right mind or any of his friends are going to watch HGTV. But that is yeah, thank God, thank God. Yeah, so I'm good on that one. I embarrass him in other areas, but anyway. So I've been do. I did Bang for Your Buck with Vern. I did My First Place. I did um, design to sell, and from time to time, production houses and how that works is production houses actually produce these shows. Um, like Chip and Joanna Gaines, High Noon Entertainment, was actually the people that we worked with 
on Bang for Your Buck, they produce the shows and then they sell it to the highest builder, bidder. So it could be Bravo, it could be um, it could be HGTV, it could be TLC. There's a and now with the platforms of Netflix as well as YouTube and even Facebook TV and Facebook Live, there's so much more opportunity out there that production houses are looking for unique ideas for stories. So I've been approached for one that is is very interesting and it's it's been it, it's being floated up, but it's being it's being sold to the highest bidder. So that should be coming out maybe in the next two months. We'll have some more information. And what we'll do is we'll shoot a season and we'll see how it goes. But um, it will be a fun concept. That's all I can say. I went. I want to talk about it. Julie told me about that. It was hilarious. Yes, yeah, it's hilarious. I love the concept. I'd watch it definitely. Now I'd have to have probably a glass would. of wine in my hand. Yes, I definitely oh, have to have a glass too. of wine in my hand to enjoy it. <laughs> Uh, probably have to have well, a glass so of wine in my hand while I'm shooting it. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that you switched from being a longtime top producing Remax agent to EXP. Um, mm-hmm. And I obviously you're one of the tens of thousands of agents that are doing just that. So can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about what was going on? What, why did you switch? What do you see as being the better opportunity for you at EXP versus – and I know, I mean, you are being chased by – well, I mean, how many different offers did you have from different mm-hmm. brokerages? And some of these big mm-hmm. companies were offering you uh, – didn't you have an offer for, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to get you to join oh, some yeah. big brand? Yeah. Absolutely. And you turned all of them down and, and you went to EXP. Yeah. Absolutely. And the thing that you have to understand in our profession, obviously, is that you have to know your numbers, right? We're always talking about our product is profit. We have to understand why we're doing this. Yes, we have a great job where we can help people, and I love that part of it. But I also have to feed my family and send my children to college. So you have to understand how this game is played in real estate. And I started out in this business, um, and granted, I had a little bit more knowledge because it was a family deal that I had growing up. So I understood investment. I understood brokerage. I understood franchise um, franchisees. So when I first started in this business, I feel like all of us are just like these little larvae that we're trying to figure out what type of real estate agent we're going to have, we're going to become. And we go to a specific company and they help to mold us a little bit. So I went into a very good full brokerage firm, loved it to death, built my book on relocation clients. But then I started thinking, what the heck? My best split is 20% and I'm one of the top producers here. And then I still have to pay all these relocation fees and all, and I'm not really using that piece of the business. I'm still doing my own. I want to brand myself. I don't want to brand this business. So at that time, you know, I was at Caldwell Banker, great company. And then I went to Remax, loved Remax. It was even more of what I was looking for. I was being able to build my own brand, but having a national presence, having tools that I could use or not use, but still had a better split. And I was looking at my profit margins in a different way. At that time, I was being approached by Keller Williams and all these other companies. And I really didn't love the way that the profit sharing model with Keller Williams was at that time. So I never went to them. I really wanted to focus on selling real estate and helping as many people as I could out there. Then the EXP model came up and I took some time to really review and, and understand the, the model and coming from corporate America. I love the fact that as an agent, I can own a piece in my production and how I present myself, not only to my clients, but to my co-op agents out there is really, it does affect our, our company's bottom line. And I can actually help that and assist in that image 
in brand building. So I really like the fact that we could be a shareholder, a stakeholder in the company. I love the fact that, yes, and I have been approached by some of the top agents here in the Atlanta market, luxury agencies, as well as other big corporate companies that did offer me a sign-on bonus of $250,000. And I really looked at that and I thought, okay, well, what do I have to do? How am I selling my soul to the devil here? Okay, so still my split can only be this, and I'm never going to have any sort of profit sharing in this company. This is really, you're just buying my book of business and expecting me to stay, and then it really doesn't make sense because the numbers that I do, I make that within three years. I make that in that split that they were trying to take from me, if that makes sense. So the numbers just didn't work out. So when the opportunity with EXP came along and the fact that I know some really smart, awesome people throughout the nation that are joining it, I really was excited about it, did my research, Happy to say that we switched over a few weeks ago, um, and I shocked a lot of people when I did it because this brand in Atlanta isn't quite as well known as it may be in other parts of the country. But when I start talking about it, when I start talking about the model, the fact that you are a corporate shareholder, but also I don't go to an office. I'm technology background. I'm business background. If I'm sitting in an office at the water cooler chatting it up, I'm not making money. So I'm constantly out there in the field talking to my clients, looking at my listings, having appointments, and I rarely even went into an office. It really was just to collect a check or some mail every once in a while, but yet I'm paying those fees. And in the EXPA world, it's awesome because it's all internet-based. We have great training. I actually was sitting on a training um, about an hour before we started chatting that had to do with social media that was giving me some great tips. And one of the reasons I love working with Tim and Julie with coaching is the fact that they have the national presence. I never wanted a local coach because I felt like that local coach was going to coach the same thing to the same agents who are my competition. Where with EXP, I don't feel that way because it's a national-based franchise. And that's what excites me about well, it. Well, it's not a franchise, mind- right? It, no, I'm sorry, a national based right? company. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Sorry, but, franchise. But, but what you're what you touch, but you but you're saying. I mean, you you're uh, the. That's the thing that uh, really amazes me, frankly, about what EXP is offering to agents. You just touched on a whole on really a whole bunch of points. The biggest mm-hmm. points that I I hear from people because they you know we've been doing these interviews for EXP now for a little bit. And I hear consistently that uh, the reason that agents want to join EXP and brokerages and top producers like you, people at the top of their careers, um, is because they finally acknowledge the fact that they know that the brand is themselves. The brand itself, as far as a real estate brokerage, unless you're selling really high-end real estate, it's you, number one. Number two, they are, 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 let's just be honest, none of them are prepared for any sort of comfortable retirement. None of them, mm-hmm. for the most part, have accumulated any kind of real significant savings considering how much money that they've earned for their brokerages. And when they take a business approach and look at their situation in their careers, and you know, it doesn't matter what age you are, I just frankly think you know, younger people are going to be a little bit – geez, can you imagine have you discovered EXP, Colette, when you were in your 20s? I mean, isn't that amazing? Yeah. But the, rev- yeah. the revenue share model that EXP offers – um, is something that's just truly extraordinary, and it's something that's going to change agents' lives. I've said this on previous um, uh, interviews that we've done, but the final chapter in our best-selling book, Harris Rules, 
was all ta- was talking about basically, you know, being blunt, being rich, right? Be- becoming rich, mm-hmm. and it's where your money works for you, and you no longer have to work for your money. That's our definition. So, listeners, if you never come across this before, I've just defined it for you. It's super simple. Rich is where your money works for you, and you no longer have to work for your money. And the traditional way of doing that, if you can't, if you come from normal background, is doing what Colette's dad did. You have to buy a crap load of rental properties. And whether you have managers or not, you're going to be in the management business. You're either managing them yourself or you're managing the managers that are managing your properties. And um, that's not an easy business. Furthermore, if your goal is to be rich where your money is working for you, where you can finally live off the cash flow of your rental properties, listeners, I'm going to give you some real numbers. So my wife and I, uh, we've been married for almost 30 years this year, and we have accumulated a lot of rental properties. And, um, you know, I'm not going to give you any specific numbers, but I will share this with you. The average net off one of our rental properties is 800 bucks. The average value of one of our rental properties is probably about 175 grand. So you're going to have to spend $175,000 and after you pay the property taxes, you're going to net around 800 bucks. So if you think how long it's going to take, well, Tim, I'll buy one, I'll put 10% down, and the tenant will pay it off, that'll take you 30 years to get to the point where you're making, you know, not infl- adjusting for inflation, but $800 a month. So if you ever expect to retire off rental properties, and if you haven't gotten started already, I want you to put pen to paper. You're going to need probably realistically between 3 to $5 million in cash or at least in value of paid off properties to make about $20,000 a month. And you do need to make at least $20,000 a month because if you're having 20000 you know, cash flow-wise, not, uh, not all your rentals are going to be uh, occupied. A lot of them are going to need repairs. So even if on paper you should be making twenty to 25000 a month from your paid-off rentals, you're probably only going to be making about half that, realistically. Mm-hmm. And there you go. So our model of being rich, where we essentially toiled away for years and years of saving for properties, is uh, now, I think, it's an obsolete model when you compare the opportunity that's with EXP as far as revenue share. So, mm-hmm. Colette, listen, you put together a fantastic video, a seven-minute video that I think they should all watch. Um, I watched it. It's great. And you set it up so they have to text the word EXP now, E-X-P-N-O-W, to 31996. Text the word EXP now to 31996. It's a seven-minute video. And they can also call you directly. What's your, what's your cell phone number again? Absolutely, 404-384-0850. That's my direct line, so you get me right away. Or they could text you, too, at that number, too, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, we were talking a little bit earlier about how teams are uh, and how I've pared down my team completely, right? And Mm -hmm. I look at the EXPA profit-sharing model, right? When you have a big team, you get – buyers agents aren't going to stay on your team very long. They they learn from you. It's a great opportunity for people to learn. And then they move on, which is a great thing. With the EXP model, it's it for me, it's the next generation of a team model because you can bring people in who are on your team and that you can help long-term, short-term. You want those people to succeed. And even if they're not in your team where you're giving them direct leads every single day, they can still turn to you and say, how do you do this? And you want to help them. And they're part of the company. You want everyone to succeed, which is what I love about it. Yeah, and well, what you're talking about now is the fact, and that's the weird thing when you go to an EXP event. They invited us to two 
uh, and when you're walking around, you're talking to agents. In a normal real estate event, everyone's kind of walking around doing a lot of butt sniffing. If we're just going to be a little bit crude about it, right? <laughs> they're all ta- they're all walking around. They're big teams. They're parading around. One person's trying to look more important than the other. There's just sort mm-hmm. of this air of ego and a lot of discomfort in the room. But when you go to an EXP event, when people are basically benefiting from the revenue share model and they have money coming in enough to cover all their personal overhead – there is like this relaxing, you know, weird vibe that's in the room where people are just having these different levels, sincere conversations because the – and again, if they're, in the, if they're actually building their revenue model, they don't have to necessarily worry about their income to pay their personal bills or in some cases, you know, they're able to save for vacations. And that's what I'm discovering um, the more people I talk with at eXp is that eXp is – because it's not a franchise – because there are no physical locations, because there are no, you know, there's not all the intermediaries that are normally part of any sort of real estate model, the agents are the ones benefiting from the, the uh, revenue. And so the revenue is shared directly with the agents, not to mention the fact that EXP is a publicly traded company. It's on NASDAQ, EXPI. You can go and explore it yourself. You can read all their financials. Everything's completely disclosed. You can read about everything that they're doing. They talk about it on, you know, in their earnings things, what they're planning on doing. Totally transparent company. You can see exactly how much money they're making, how much they're spending on technology. But they actually award uh, – she said uh, that she's an owner in the company. You are an owner in the company when you're an EXP because, like, Colette is going to be on – she's going to qualify or she qualifies to be icon. Now, I don't know exactly how to explain all of it, but this is the gist of it. When you're at EXP, if you hit certain uh, criteria, you will be given your $16,000 cap back in the form of EXPI stock. So you qualify. Once you qualify, yeah, well, you'll get. I'm sure you'll be there in like two days. I'll do that in the first. I'll do that in the first month. Right. So she's going to be at EXP. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and they're going to give her her cap back in the form of EXPI stock. And then at that point, she's going to be working at uh, – she has, you have to pay 250 bucks a month, some tech fee, I guess. Mm-hmm, and then after mm-hmm. that, you're going to be 100%, no commission split whatsoever, all the while you're you – know, so we talk about income spokes, right? Can you explain how eXp is creating income revenue spokes for you? So because I get – I get all of that back in stocks. I put that into a, a special little account that I'm not even going to look at, right? That's going to be in my 401k. That's going to be in my down my downline of opportunity as, as I grow with the company. So I'm so ex- I personally love the idea of having the stock options as an icon agent awarded to you as well. But also when you add people on your downline, the ability to help them achieve their goals and you achieve your goals at the same time, that's what's exciting on this process for me. Um, and it's long-term growth and it's, it's, it's masterminding with some of the best people throughout the nation. So those are the things that get me excited about my retirement fund is that I literally in 10 years could be just helping people grow their businesses and not doing day-to-day real estate if I don't want to. Well, you had – you I know um, because Julie was part of the process helping you make a decision to move from uh, – you know, you were mm-hmm. trying to make a decision switching brokerages and whatnot. But you made EXP actually said a lot of uh, – you you interviewed a lot of people because you were, you were yeah. convinced. You were a skeptic, right? Because, yeah. you know, you should be, right? So you, you right. they I put know. a lot of people – who did you talk to? Brent Gove. You talked to some other people, too. Talk about what those experiences were like, and, and just if you don't mind sharing some of those stories as you remember them. 
Sure. I can't remember. <laughs> it's going to be awful, but I can't, I'm, you put me on the spot. Now I can't remember the woman's name out I of know. Austin that you connected me with. She was freaking fantastic. She was one of the first people who came on board, and she had a huge team. And she even had – she was with Keller Williams, and she had a huge team, and she was selling off all of her um, property because they didn't need to have the big offices. So with her team at Keller Williams, she actually had specific bricks and mortar. So she was selling them off because she didn't need to have that, that they were very um, lucrative and selling a ton of real estate and building their brand without having – that brick and mortar. And that spoke to me too, because for me, I believe that this is the wave of the future. I have not met one client in the last 10 years at an office. In the last 10 years, I'm meeting my clients at properties or I'm meeting my clients in their home. That's where the business is done. Now, do my clients sometimes say, well, where's your office? Yeah, well, we have an office in, in Brookhaven. That's exactly where our office is. And it, and it is. It's true. And if somebody wants to meet somewhere else, and we do have a joint uh, suite arrangement with Regis, which is great, but I don't plan on using that because I'm out in the field all the time. So back to really researching this, right? Because I was a skeptic, as I think everybody knows needs to do their own research when they change uh, um, brokerage uh, firms. And I had a really great split with the company that I was with. And I loved, loved, loved my brokers. I mean, we are still very good friends. And when you make the change to EXP, I would love to be able to talk to you about how you do it in a way that makes everybody feel as comfortable as possible so that it's not a negative experience because I think that we did a really good job with my transition. I was their number one agent, and it hurt them big time when, I mean, we both cried. The broker and I both boohooed at lunch because we have a very close relationship. But even she understood it because she got it when I told her, hey, it's the ground floor of a great company that has amazing technology. And you know it is the same scenario as Blockbuster and Amazon were or Blockbuster and Netflix were. You don't need the bricks and mortar. I don't need the franchise operator. I don't need to have this location. And the money that you're paying as a franchise operator, you're not protected. And it just didn't make any sense for me. And so having this conversation with the broker and transferring everything over, when I looked at the numbers, and I'm on the highest split, and I'm the one who's bringing in the most money for this brokerage, by moving over to EXP, I was going to save myself the first year $50,000. That's huge. Wow. That's, uh, that is that's huge. two years. That's two years of a kid's college education right there. I was about to say that. That's Kansas State. <laughs> That's Kansas State for two years out of state, baby. But, you know, when you yep. dive down and you know your numbers and you look at, you know, the fact that this is a national company, and that's, you know, I've told you this, and I already said this in this call. One of the reasons I love working with you and Julia are because you're a national company. You're working with the top agents throughout the nation. So you're giving me insight into what's happening on the West Coast, because by the time it hits me on the East Coast, I want to know what's happening, because it always happens first there. This takes the same model, and it gives me the best of the best. Like I said, it was just an hour ago in the world having a, um, a training on social media, and I'm a video guru, right, because I do all this video. I'm so great. I'm a top agent. This guy was teaching me so many things that I'm going to implement. And it's free. I mean, I, you get that available. as being an EXP agent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, it is awesome. I mean, that's the, that's the thing that's bizarre as you think in terms of, like, 
you know, I, I was just looking out the window of our office, and there's a UPS truck dropping off some stuff from Amazon. And I was just thinking mm -hmm. how bizarre it is that it used to be if you wanted stuff, you had to go to a store. You know, I was watching this UPS right? guy lug out these boxes of God knows what Julie bought. Mm -hmm. And, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, wow, we don't have to go to the store anymore. And it just it's, it's, it's fascinating, but in the real estate brokerage community, they still are stuck to the idea that need physical locations, and yet nobody ever, ever goes to the office. And, you right. know, what's more, it's, and this is kind of, I don't know, this is kind of maybe, I don't know, it's a little bit controversial, but the fact is, is the real estate brokerage brand, unless you're dealing on mm -hmm. truly high-end stuff, doesn't really matter. People do business yep. with the individual agent. Um, yep. it, it, the fact is, is that even if you are a small real estate brokerage, if you are a small real estate brokerage, and I mean by small, say less than 100 agents, you can switch to EXP, and you can become brokered by EXP, and you can keep your brand you don't have to lose well, your brand. Call it, yeah, I mean, explain that, Colette. That's the most fascinating part of it. Uh, if, if I were a broker with less than 100 agents, I would be all over this model because of that right there. When I joined, that was a very big – because no matter what company I was with, I always branded myself Colette McDonald and Associates. And then, of course, to be uh, compliant with all of the real estate rules, I always have my brokerage right next to me. But I'm always – I'm the face. I'm marketing my brand. It's very consistent for the last 17 years. People know who I am through my cross-promotional marketing, my spokes. So the fact that I don't have to follow through on a specific brand – for uh, EXP, I have to have their logo, but there's several different logos I can use. So I can yep. keep my brand image. So like if you're with a Remax office or a Keller Williams office, you have to have specific brands and specific – uh, you don't have to do that here. So my sign stayed the same as my last sign. I just added a different number and a different brokerage firm, but my sign stayed the same. So the transition over, nobody even notices. It's amazing. Videos, I love it. Speaking of videos, um, grab just text the word EXP now. But, you know, it's just one word. There's no space. EXPNOW to 31996. Call us put up a seven-minute video. As soon as you text EXP now to 31996, um, she's going to basically set it up so it will instantly text you back a seven-minute video that explains everything about EXP. And call it if they want to call you directly. What's that phone number again? 404-384-0850. That's my direct cell. Call or text. So what, is it, what are the downsides of uh, obviously joining – you actually made a very uh, a wonderful offer too. If anybody's thinking about switching and they have a – she had you – know, she's besties with her broker. That was mm -hmm. a truly emotional you – know, and she left as friends. They're still – if you want to know, if you want Colette to coach you through that process – um, which a lot of you, that's the emotions. You're, you're, right. you're the only like the next question I'm asked call out is why you wouldn't want to, uh, you know, seriously consider EXP. And I'll, I'll tell you from what I've learned from other interviews is oftentimes it's because people have personal relationships with the office managers right. or whatnot. In other words, they're not making business decisions. Call it obviously right. is a businesswoman, so she can clear her head about mm -hmm. that. Um, but financially, there's really very re – I can't come across from all the interviews I've done any reason why people wouldn't want to seriously take a look at EXP. But call it – if they do want your help coaching them on how to basically have a nice breakup without making enemies of mm -hmm. their current situation, uh, what is your cell phone number again? 404 
and there's a way that they, that you can break up. And I think people are so afraid of hurting other people's feelings, but this sure. is business. And you do have to think about your downline and how you're going to live in the next 20 years and, and be wealthy enough to do what you want to do. And the franchise model doesn't work. I don't believe the company model works uh, with Rheology and these big companies anymore. It just, it doesn't make sense. <clears throat> you're out there, you're making your brand, you're killing it in the marketplace. And you can, you can not only do a lot for yourself, but you can teach other agents the same thing. It's, it's a great model. And I, I love, again, I loved working with Remax. I thought it was a great company and it was great people that worked. I just think that that model is going to the wayside. This is the, this is the way that people will be working in the future with their brokers. I mean, for the last five, 10 years, well, seven years, I've had a transaction coordinator that lives in California. I have another um, administration assistant that lives in the Philippines. There's no reason why you can't do all of this virtually and spend your time where it matters, which is with the client in the field, buying and selling real estate. So techn technologically speaking, they've got you covered. So I'm hearing you say support speaking, they have you covered. As far as all the aspects of any brokerage, what you'd expect from any brokerage, they have you covered. But in addition to that, what I'm hearing you say is they also have created financial pathways that you could choose to pursue that creates a completely different financial future for yourself with the revenue share model. And that's something we didn't talk about, obviously, extensively. But there's people that I've talked to. That actually, I've done some previous interviews. I did an interview Oh, you guys can listen to it. It's on iTunes. It's on timandjulieharris.com. It was with Nicole. And if I remember correctly, mm -hmm. actually, I do remember correctly, Nicole had recruited, sponsored a total of 15 agents. Two of them had quit, so she had 13 agents active. And those 13 agents, in less than two years, had basically built her uh, a revenue share team of, it was like, two. I don't remember the exact numbers, it was like 230 people. And those 230 people, as a result of that, were earning her about $200,000 a year. Well, I talked to her uh, two days ago, and her revenue share team is now, and now so I did this interview with, I did her, with her probably in, let me think. I want to get this right. I probably talked to her originally where she gave me those initial numbers probably three or four months ago. And when I talked to her two days ago, that group now is close to 300 people. And at EXP, I don't want to really get drill down too much on the numbers, but she's making several hundred thousand dollars a year from her revenue share team passively. And she only personally sponsored 15 people with two of them quitting. So that's Damn. the thing that people don't quite get is the amount of money that you can make just being blunt if you're just doing your job as a fantastic agent because like college experiencing, other people are going to come up to you marketplace, in the marketplace and they're going to say, I saw you went to XP. What's the story? And uh, you know, that's the thing that it's fascinating. Since I started doing these uh, interviews for XP, we're getting more and more people that are asking questions. They're seeing more, even in your market where EXP is not a real dominant brand, in like mm -hmm. a year, you're going to see they go from maybe being one of the top 10, then to top five, then top three. We've seen that happen in Austin. We've seen that happen in like right. certain parts of Colorado, San Diego. It's because they're attracting all these top agents. 
agents because these top agents are all waking up and they're realizing, hey, we might make a crap ton of money and have this big, beautiful this, that, and the other, but really we're not really doing much in the form of wealth accumulation. And I'm kind of thinking, well, what's my future going to be like unless I can start, you know, it, it, there's just not very many clear financial pathways that take the agent out of the hamster wheel. And that's the reason so many agents never retire. They don't. I mean, do you – this is kind of a horrible question, but do you know anybody that's actually retired from real estate and didn't have to massively give up essentially all their life, you know, downsize? And I don't. I don't personally know anyone that has. Do you? Only my daddy. Only my dad. Yeah. But he had to – He had like we talked about, he had to make all – he was the slum lord of the University of Wisconsin campus. So it was rental yeah, property. Yeah, it's funny, too. It's we don't have that charity companies are in that – publicly traded mm-hmm. companies are now in that slum lord business, too. It's kind of funny oh, how that's pivoted. 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. So, so you are, um, again, I really appreciate the influence you've had on, in the real estate industry. You're one of the, the most entertaining, the entertaining people I entertaining people I <laughs> hear that echo <laughs> yeah. that I have to talk yeah. to. Um, so listen, if they want to get hold of you, what's your phone number? 404-384-0850. And the other thing that you need to probably hit on, too, is, that you can create this downline of agents that are working with you, not only in my market. So Atlanta, we have such opportunity here, right? We have some of the greatest agents. We have a great price point for people to buy and sell, but you can do it nationally as well. So not only can you sponsor somebody here in Atlanta for my market, but I've got really good friends and other buyer's agents that have worked for me throughout the country. So those are other people that you can always tap into to bring on board the EXP model. That's right, and that is an important thing. You don't have, and you have a national presence. I mean, this interview mm-hmm. is going to go to, you know, who knows how many agents, and they're going to want to call you. you. They're going to want to. Right, and if you see me making yeah, out and, with Vern in the shower at Bank for Your Buck, you'll remember me. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, listeners, just text the word EXP now, EXPNOW, to 31996 if you want to see Colette's uh, seven-minute video, um, or they can call you directly or text you directly one last time. 404-384-0850. So call it. Listen, I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Made me laugh. I really appreciate it. Always a good time. (laughs) Have a wonderful day. And uh, listeners, we're going to be doing these interviews um, on a regular basis. Go back and listen to past interviews. You can just go to timandjulieharris.com and just click on podcasts. You can go to iTunes. This is the number one listen-to daily podcast for agents in the nation. And, uh, yeah, so tune in frequently. It's Real Estate Coaching Radio. Have a fantastic day. And you can listen to us anytime on iTunes or Stitcher or just go over to timandjulieharris.com. Thank you, listeners. Have a fantastic day. Thanks, Colette. Mm-hmm. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.